Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. On today's episode, we're going to be learning about investing in IRA in a Mexican business transferring 401ks to a self-directed IRA, and can you go from a self-directed IRA to a self-directed IRA LLC? So really cool stuff. Um, and I think I got a really good episode for you. So uh, without further ado, let's get right to it. First question. From Isaac P. of Austin, Texas, and Isaac wants to know, how can I invest my IRA in a Mexican business? So generally, there's only three things you can't do in an IRA. You can't buy life insurance, you can't buy collectibles like art, and you can't do any transaction that directly or indirectly personally involves you or a disqualified person, parent, child, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such person. So you can buy... U.S. business, you can buy a Mexican business, you can buy a German business uh, or real estate, right? As long as it doesn't violate the life insurance collectibles or self-dealing prohibited transactions outlined under 4975, as I just mentioned, you can do it. So when you're buying, especially real estate, I've had a lot of clients buy real estate in Mexico, not necessarily a business. So generally when you do a real estate transaction, especially in in a, a tourist jurisdiction, you need to set up what's called a fide comiso. Um, and there's uh, attorneys and accounts that we work with in Mexico that can help you do that. Generally, the way it works in the U.S. is you do an IRA, it sets up an LLC, and the LLC um, becomes you know, a grantor or beneficiary of this fide comiso, which is essentially a Mexican trust. And then through that trust, um, the, the asset, more uh, popular real estate versus business assets are held in Mexico. Um, that's generally the way it's been done. Now I've experienced in the last 12 years doing real estate deals in Mexico. Um, I assume for buying uh, Mexican businesses, it's a similar path, but I 100% suggest, and, and this is going to be a requirement, work with local counsel. Um, um, you you want to make sure you're protected from a local standpoint, because if you have issues, you're not going to be able to avail yourself of the U.S. court system because the asset is going to be in Mexico subject to Mexican law, Mexican jurisdiction. So be careful. It's obviously riskier when you invest in a foreign asset than a U.S. asset. Um, so that's just something to be careful of. I've had clients um, that have had a lot of success doing foreign transactions, um, but it is riskier um, just because you're not dealing with U.S. Uh, jurisdiction. Um, so just be careful, but generally you're going to need to use a, a fide comi. So and definitely 100% you want to work with a uh, local council in Mexico to, uh, get your transaction done. So thank you, Isaac, for that really good question. Second question is from YouTube. Can I transfer my 401k to a traditional IRA and then transfer it to a self-directed IRA? Well, the answer is maybe, <laughs> don't you hate when lawyers say that? Um, 
the only reason I say maybe is because when it comes to moving assets out of a 401k, you generally need to trigger an event. What a trigger an event is you reach the age of 59 and a half, you leave your job. Okay. So if you satisfy those requirements, then yes, you can move your money from a 401k directly to a self-directed IRA, or you can roll it to a regular IRA and then from the IRA directly to a self-directed IRA. No problem. When you go bank to bank, custodian to custodian, plan to plan, you can do unlimited direct transfers between IRAs, or you can move money from a 401k to an IRA directly. But the caveat is with a 401k and the catch is you need to trigger an event. So you need to be over the age of 59 and a half, or you need to leave your job. If you're under the age of 59 and a half and currently employed, you're not going to be able to generally move those funds out of the 401k to um, an IRA. So just um, be cautious about that because um, I'm just going to save you the time of an aggravation uh, when you go to your HR or your uh, admin department, ask to get access to your funds, and they tell you, no, you can't get access to those funds to set up an IRA because you're under 59 and a half and you're still employed. Now, if you've rolled money into that plan from a former employer, you should be able to roll it out to a IRA or directly to a self-directed IRA. But generally, the big difference between IRAs and 401ks is from a rollover slash distribution standpoint, you need to trigger an event with a 401k, whereas with an IRA, you can move money anytime you want directly to an IRA or even take a distribution subject to tax and potentially a 10% penalty if you're under the age of 59 and a half. So IRA is definitely a more flexible distribution and rollover rules also more flexible investment rules than, than 401ks, which is you know, the reason it's uh, a more popular investment vehicle than 401k. So another really good question from YouTube. Um, some really great ones lately. Thank you. Third, final question of today's episode is from Vera from Boynton Beach, Florida. Vera wants to know, I have a self-directed IRA and have heard about the checkbook control IRA LLC. Can I make the switch? Well, where have you been, Vera? <laughs> yeah, you can make the switch. This happens all the time. People... Uh, set up self-directed IRAs just from a timing standpoint and think they have enough time to set up the LLC or they've had an IRA for 15 years and now they're like, oh my God, you can actually have the LLC own the asset and save fees, make things easier on you and have limited liability protection. And the answer is, yeah, where you been? Pretty much since the 90s, people have been doing this. How would you do it? Um, generally, it's easy. You just quit claim the asset from the IRA to an LLC. So we would set up an LLC for you, uh, assuming your assets in Florida, Vera, a Florida LLC, call it whatever, uh, Sunshine LLC, so long as the name's available. And we would quit claim the asset from the IRA directly to the LLC. Uh, we would also provide you with a, a contribution agreement to show the contribution of that asset tax-free to the LLC in return. For the LLC interest, the IRA would end up owning 100% of the LLC, would be a tax-free contribution. Um, and then obviously the asset would be titled in the name of the LLC, giving you limited liability protection. I would then assume you'd go open a bank account. Uh, we can do it for you at Capital One if you wish. And then obviously from there, uh, any of the rent will go back to the LLC, not the IRA. But ultimately, Vera, the IRA owns the LLC. So indirectly, it's receiving the funds. It's just um, gaining limited liability protection and a bank account that you can control there as the manager of the LLC, giving you checkbook control uh, over those funds. So for real estate or for any investment where investors want more control, limited liability protection, the LLC is the answer because the limited li 
liability protection is real, protects your assets outside of the LLC. Uh, you get more control as a manager of LLC, write checks, execute wires, pay plumbers or maintenance folks uh, without having to go through the custodian. Just have you know, just more control over the process. Um, and you get a little more privacy, right? The investments in the name of the LLC, uh, not in the name of your name, you know, for the benefit of the IRA. So um, certainly very popular and easy tax-free to get it from the self-directed IRA to the LLC. You just need to quick claim it from the IRA, contribute it tax-free to the LLC in return for LLC interest. And uh, then the IRA um, assets in the LLC, you manage it as per the LLC operating agreement, giving you the checkbook control over those funds. When you sell the asset, the asset will go to the LLC tax-free, and then the LLC can send the funds back to the IRA without tax or just make another investment. So thank you very much for that really, really wonderful question. And there it is, another ad mail in the bag. Thank you very much, everyone, for uh, listening and watching on YouTube. Um, don't forget to send in questions. Um, I got a long, long list, but it's free. So join in, submit a question at info at IRA Financial or hit us up on anywhere on social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and just submit a question. You can say ad mail or ask Adam or just say, hey, could you send this to Adam? It'll get to me. Don't worry. I don't know. I probably have 120, 130 questions, but I promise if you have a really good question, you don't even need to be a client of IRA Financial. Send it in. I'm happy to help. Um, if it's really good, I will move you right to the top of the list. That's it. Uh, yeah, I get that control. I have that power, but uh, I've done it before. Uh, I've got some really good questions. And if I feel timely and a lot of people are asking about that particular question, I'm just going to push it up the list. If not, you may have to wait a couple months, but um, you'll get your question will appear. I promise you we'll get on this podcast. Um, you can be anonymous. You can put your first name. I usually don't put last names, just first name. Um, and um first initial and last name, just, you know, no need to, to give uh, people your uh, full name. And this way, hopefully people are uh, more comfortable in submitting questions. So thank you very much again for all your support. You guys are awesome. This is a weekly podcast it drops every Thursday. So check it out next week. Uh, that's it. Have a great day. Take care. Be well.